Welcome to Women Waken, a holistic guide to wellness and abundant self-love, where we navigate healing, relationships, building self-confidence, and unconditional self-love and acceptance for an abundant life. I'm your host, Whitney Walker. I'm a licensed mental health therapist, and I specialize in substance abuse, addiction, eating disorders, trauma, and spirituality. On this solo episode, which is my Divine Feminine Practices solo that I'll be releasing weekly on Mondays that will always incorporate an oracle or tarot card pull. I'm here to talk about Beltane, the midpoint between spring and summer, how to recognize this beautiful time. And this is also about incorporating the divine feminine practice of grounding meditation, and focus. So I break it down as to what that means and various ways to cultivate your own grounding or meditative practice that may not be quite what you've always thought it was. So take a listen and enjoy. Hi, everybody. Whitney here with a solo episode. This is my Monday Divine Feminine Practices episode that I'm going to start doing every week that I incorporate also a little bit of tarot or oracle cards, which today I have a special deck just for this episode. Well, I mean, I use this deck a lot, but it's perfect for this episode because today I want to have the theme of this episode be Beltane, which is the time of year that it is. Beltane is an Irish tradition. It's recognized all over the world. And it's considered maybe a bit of a pagan holiday, but it's the idea of recognizing and celebrating that midway point between the start of spring and the beginning of summer. So we're halfway through spring, which is a beautiful time, right? Some of you might be seeing, like I am out my window, some flowers start to bloom, maybe a few sunny days mixed in there with still some rainy days, some colder times, but we're starting to see that summer is right down the road. And with that comes a brightening, right? And an increase in energy because as we know, the winter is a time to hibernate. We sort of bring our energy levels down to more of a, a simmer, more of a resting state so that we can recharge. Ideally, right? Of course, most of us do not, but I'm offering that you can consider that when we think of the bigger cycle of the year, right? So when you think of the cycles that we go through, it's very powerful to recognize that. So if you start now and you say, okay, now it's Beltane. Now it's that time where we're moving closer to summer. So what is that a good time for? Well, it's a good time to start maybe just revving up your engines a little, right? Letting that spark start to come. It's not a full-blown fire It's not summer where the sun is right overhead. It's the summer essence, that strong energy, but we're getting out of our hibernation caves and coming to life. Beltane actually means bright fire. So it's like we're working towards, we're beginning to feel that bright fire, that bright light. And what does that mean for you? It's something to ask yourself. What is, are some stirring starting to happen, right? Some creativity, some things you're like, you know what? I think that this is really the time that I start this project or this pursuit or really 
get down to business with that, whether it's your personal health, your relationships, just trying to start to date, starting to start a workout routine, maybe start a new business venture or a business project. But start small, right? Maybe it's a new craft, learning an instrument. I just started playing the drums. It's so fun and so cool. I've never really played an instrument aside from the flute in fourth grade for like a few months. And I'm a dancer, so I love music. I love rhythm. And drumming is lends itself well to rhythm and dancing, right? Or dancing lends itself well to learning the drums because you've learned about rhythm and counts and all of that music. My point is that this is that time to kind of be like, okay, I think I'll sign up for a lesson. I think I'll go do a class. I think I'll just play around with an outline for a proposal for a business or reach out to somebody who might do web design. Just that first little step. This is a good time for that, right? So bright fire, getting the, the little stokes going. So as we move further and further into this bright fire. The other thing I wanted to offer and really focus on in this episode is Beltane is also around the world seen as a time to really get out into nature, to spend some time where you leave your phone behind, maybe leave your clothes behind. I don't know. Get out, get rusted, get into nature, connect to ground, to ground yourself. Nature and time in nature is one of the best ways to really regulate our nervous systems which is something I spoke of on my guest episode last week. And remember who we are, right? That we're not our jobs or our titles or how much money we have or how we look or we're not this physical body. We are awareness. We're consciousness. We're a soul. We're part of something much, much bigger here for a very brief time. And sometimes when we go out in nature, that's the best way to reconnect with, you know, this stress I'm having today, this issue that's coming up that I'm worried about, this thing that, you know, has been bothering me really isn't who I am. It's a beautiful piece of this brilliant life, but it's not me. And I know it can be hard to think of challenges and tribulations as beautiful, yet they are. I've spoken before in my episodes that it is said that the universe sends us nothing but blessings and angels. So even the things we think are our detriment are actually a blessing as they might be a part of our soul growth. They're definitely a part of our soul's path because if it shows up on our path, it's part of our soul plan. Even people that we might feel like we're not so grateful to have met. So getting back to today's focus, which is these episodes, I want to encourage and offer ways to Begin incorporating divine feminine energies and principles into your life, having a divine feminine practice. Because so many people ask me, they're like, what is the divine feminine? And my go-to answer is it's the root system of life. It's that which connects deep down into the earth to create stability and foundation and a strong sense of groundedness, stability, safety, love, security, health, wellness all the things that you need to grow to be that strong, beautiful tree. When we are running around with a thousand thoughts of our head about how we're not doing enough and we're not good enough and we're worried about this and we have fear around this and we're anxious about this, we're not really thinking about our root system. We're not thinking about how we're taking care of ourselves, how we're practicing love, how we're coming from love, like last week's episode, right? 
We're just thinking about how am I going to get through this? How am I going to make this happen? We spend so much time in that zone. And if you think of that, that's outside of the divine feminine. Because the divine feminine is that which knows that you are perfect and safe and loved and inherently of value and worth at all times. Even if it's the storm. Think of it as the eye of the storm. No matter what chaos is going on, there is always this perfect, whole, complete piece of you that has no worries and knows that everything is fine just as it is. So you might be catching on to why I'm talking about nature. Because when we go outside and we leave our worldly possessions and attachments back home, we connect with Mother Nature, which is part of the divine feminine. And we can take the time that we need to be the observer, to slowly look around and notice what different flowers are coming up. You know, what, what are on the branches of this tree? What, how is this tree different from that tree? What I also love to do is just to sit in nature. They call it bathing, forest bathing. That's a thing too. I encourage that. Incorporate forest bathing into your life. Maybe that's the new thing that you start in this Beltane time. Before summer starts, before maybe you start getting busy, what are you doing on a daily basis that helps you ground and connect? Forest bathing is when you kind of just go out and like it sounds, you just allow yourself to be bathed by the energy of a forest. Just sit in a grove of trees or on a rock on a hike and just sit and just notice the world around you playing itself out. I did that the other day and it was like, man, there's a lot going on here. There was a little woodpecker doing his thing, pecking on trees. There was a cute little chipmunk, a lot of drama going on there. There were, you know, birds flying, blue jays. There was all kinds of things happening in this beautiful forest, which is another tip that I offer for grounding yourself, for finding that connection with nature, with Mother Earth, to create more grounding for yourself, a stronger sense of calm within the storm of your everyday life, which is time with animals. So just as you want time in nature, time with animals is really powerful because like I was describing when I was out with the old chipmunks and birds, I was thinking, man, you know, these guys are, I mean, they're worrying about stuff, right? They're trying to make their little nest and they're going around, but they're not like planning, thinking about like, where am I going to be in a year? And what did that other bird think of me? Because animals are not self-reflective. They can like get in tiffs with birds, right? Or like feel competition but they're not going to question themselves about it and be like, do, is there a problem with me? The way that we do, right? If we fight with someone or if someone doesn't seem to like us, we might think like, oh no, I'm not good enough. This is bad. So when we observe the animals, we just see that they're really just trusting in life and experiencing life. I'm living on a farmhouse, right? At, at a farm, on a house, at a farmhouse. <laughs> and they have goats and they have chickens and they have a mini pony. And these chickens, I go say hi to them every morning. I open my kitchen window and say hi. And I just kind of marvel in the fact that, wow, you guys just chill. Like they're just hanging out and they're just doing their chicken thing. There's no tomorrow for them. These animals are definitely not like planning out the next few weeks or like thinking about what they're doing with their lives. They're just living. They're just being. That's all they need is just to show up every day and they eat their food and they lay their eggs. And at night, oh my gosh, do you know what chickens do at night? I didn't know this. The other night I went out there and I went into the hen house because I'd brought them little scraps and they were all gone. They were all, they're all usually out in the yard and it was like still light out. So I thought, you guys, like what's going on? And I opened the door and they were, there's like 15 of them, maybe more, all huddled together. It looked like one giant chicken bush. 
it was the cutest thing I've ever seen. And they kind of turned like, what are you doing here? It's nighttime. It's bedtime. It's like a big old chicken slumber party. It was so cute. So my point is that these creatures are so lovely and they're just doing their chicken thing and they're loving it and they're living life and they're not asking questions. So that to say, it can be liberating and grounding to be around animals. Also, they can be very loving, right? Not always. Those goats, I like them a lot, but I went out there with some carrots the other day and they dang near stampeded me and they were jumping on me like they were dogs, but with like, you know, their hooves, it was crazy. But they just won some carrots. I was okay. I survived. So they can be punks. It's the animal kingdom, right? Like, I mean, by all means, like be safe, right? Like don't wander into a coyote den or try to make friends with a mountain lion. But you know what I'm talking about. If you can... What I've done before in my life when I was like having, you know, those like really sad days where like your heart just feels like it's in your stomach and you feel lonely. And it's like that, that lonely breeze just like runs through your body. I used to go to the SPCA, right? The dog shelter, animal shelter, and go spend time with puppies and dogs because there's nothing like dogs to really revive your spirit. So those nature and animals are two ways. Then, of course, there's meditation. Right. Meditation is a beautiful way to connect with our center, our true self. I have an episode, a few episodes on meditation. A lot of my guests hit on this and I've spoken of it in solos. However, what I want to focus on today is the idea that I know sometimes we hear meditation and we're like, oh, gosh, I can't do that. I sit and I just ruminate and think about my brain still going. It's not meditation. Well, one thing is that, yes, it is. Even if you sit down or lie down and take the time, and space for it, but all you do is think, you're still creating the space and giving the time to make an effort to meditate. Therefore, it is still meditation. Just the intention of it, right? Because think about how different it is. Even if you lie down to meditate and you're still ruminating, you're still, your body is still. Where the rest of your day, you're still going through all this stuff in your head, but you're running all over the place and you know, doing all these things, but at least you're laying there and you can't help but a little bit notice like, oh, wow, I have this sensation in my arm or, oh, you know, I think I'd like to focus on this today. You're likely to have more intentional thoughts. So that's just kind of like creating the bar. So there's meditation. But what I want to say is that, again, we're trying to create divine feminine practices. What we really want to do is connect with ourselves which is the same as connecting with our higher selves, with source, God, spirit, whatever you might call it, because we're all connected. So really, if you think that, it's like this flow, right? There's you, and then there's like your heart center, there's your soul, there's your higher self, there's spirit, there's source, God, whatever you want to call it. So we want to get in the flow with that, right? When people say that they are able to commune with spirits and, and God source, that's what they're talking about that they're in this flow of community where they suddenly realize I'm getting this inspiration. I'm getting this information. It's because you're aligned. So we want to find little ways to align with your soul, your higher self, source. Of course, these are all just different words for the same thing. But while we're here on this earth as humans, it helps to kind of break them out into different ways of conceiving of that because whatever works for you is what's important. So how do we do that? How do we start this divine feminine practice of connecting with our higher self, our heart center, our soul self? Meditation is a way. But what I'm talking about today is how meditation comes in many forms. And that's what I want to offer now to kind of wrap this up. 
the different forms of meditation. Being in nature is meditative. Taking a, people do meditative walks, right? Even just if you can't get into a national park or something, just walking around your neighborhood and being mindful. A mindful walk is a form of meditation. Noticing those birds, noticing the ground beneath you, noticing things you don't usually take to notice. You know, different bushes, different lawns that look different than others, different plants, everything. Just seeing like what is going on in this world around me. Time with animals, as I said, you know, that time where you're kind of out of self and just connecting with another being that's not self-conscious and just doing its thing can be meditative. Then there's all kinds of other ways that you can, that people find meditative. Really, it's literally anything that allows you to just kind of get in the flow with something and get focused so that you feel almost in the rhythm, right? And that's the word that just came to me. You're in the rhythm with something. And that means that you are creating a symbiotic relationship with something around you. Because when we meditate, that's what we're doing. Again, we're connecting with our higher self and source. We're getting into that flow. But you can do that with nature, with animals, but also with like with gardening is a great way. People will garden in order to get into the flow of like working with their hands and being with beautiful plants and just being a part of something that's bringing their focus and attention. Some people even find cleaning to be meditative. If you're doing the dishes or if you're, you know, cleaning on a cabinet and like those, you know, repetitive motions, just as long as you're present with it and noticing it, that can be a meditative practice. So can any form of craft, crafting or art. You know, if you like putting together like a mural or a scrapbook, you know, those actions of like cutting and pasting and creating, you know, I mean, that's also sort of them working some magic, right? You're crafting and creating something. And let's see, what else? You can also, also, of course, painting and that sort of art. Music, playing any kind of music. That's the thing I found great value in with drumming is like that rhythm, like even just finding the most basic rhythm because I'm, I'm a newbie, I'm just starting. I found one song that I can play, such a simple beat, Knocking on Heaven's Door by Bob Dylan. It's literally just a couple different taps, a couple different hits. But you play it throughout the whole song. And I find myself playing it over and over because it's so soothing because it's meditative. Repeated motions, focus. It's a beautiful thing. So any form of music, singing is a way to connect and commune and get in the flow to meditate. Dancing. Dancing is a fabulous way, you know, just letting your body go with emotions and move how it wants to freely. Get into that rhythm, feel connected. and. Even, you know, driving. I know that driving for me can be very meditative. The, it's soothing to me, that rhythm, the movement, the feel of like the tires on the road. Sometimes I like to turn my music down and just feel what it's that sensation of being in the car. It's very relaxing to me and to a lot of people. Also like bike riding or walking can be great ways to sort of center and get that meditative effect. And as well as running, some people find running to be incredibly meditative because you're in such, you know, again, that stride you get into. I'm going to, you know, keep using the word, but rhythm, rhythm, flow, meditative. Do you see the connection? They're all the same thing. So anything that brings you into flow, into a rhythmic motion or experience is meditative, is allowing you to tap in and open channels to your higher self and get more into your heart center. 
Because think about it. It's like if you think it, you're, all your thoughts are, you know, if you're really cerebral, you're all in your head, bring things more into your center, right? Anxiety often feels like it's like a thousand, you know, bugs buzzing around your head. So get out of that space and into the center space in a rhythm. And you'll see that your thoughts will float away. Also, that's the power of active meditation is that when you focus on something, you, you can't really be thinking about all these other things. You can. Many people can multitask that way, but it's helpful. Okay, so just a little recap. Time in nature, forest bathing, time with animals, going for walks, meditative walks, mindful walks, gardening, singing, cleaning, crafting, painting, walking, running, driving. There's so many more. There's so many things. Cooking. Cooking for some people is super focused, rhythmic, meditative, just they feel in their zone, you know? Oh, and I just pictured the ocean. Oh my goodness, I miss it. Time by the ocean. I mean, talk about feeling the rhythm, that powerful sea. And you realize that that same ocean is right inside of you. Our bodies are amazing things and they are also working in rhythm with the ebb and flow all throughout our veins and our bodies. 90 something percent water, right? That statistic, we're basically just a big old thing of water. So drink a lot of water. There's another tip. If you want to ground yourself, drink lots of water. So there are my thoughts for you on this beautiful Beltane. I hope that as you move through the rest of spring and into the summer, that you may start taking little steps to incorporate things like this because they can go a long way, right? And because again, this is really good for people who feel like they can't incorporate meditation because they feel like they have to make it really formal. Like, well, I can't spend an hour a day or 30 minutes in the morning. Then find a different way to do it. Maybe your form of meditation is something I haven't even mentioned. It could be, it could be, you know, painting one of those coloring books or something or playing with rocks, you know? Just going, sometimes I like to do that. Just like get in the dirt, play, hold rocks. That's really also when you go in nature, hold things, rocks, stones. I always love to connect with big old boulders and lie on top of them, get their energy. Okay, so I'm going to wrap this up with a card pull, an oracle card pull. This is from the Nature Whispers deck. I thought it was appropriate. Remember I said I had one just for this reading. So Nature Whispers by... Angela Hartfield, Josephine Wall. I'll put it in the show notes. It's such a beautiful deck and it has little messages straight from nature. So let's see what card wants to come out for Beltane for your highest and greatest good and guidance. Oh, I pick one. Oh, beautiful. Here's another advice. Seek beauty. So maybe your meditation is finding some, going outside and just finding beauty in something. Because the truth is that beauty is everywhere. It's in a beautiful flower. It's in an old, tall tree. It's in a little ladybug that's crawling around on a rock. It's in the front yard where some kids are playing and laughing. Beauty is everywhere. See if you can find it. Seek it. I'm going to read the little message for this. It's also number 44, which I love. That's such a beautiful angel number that indicates stability and love on the way. Seek beauty. This is a time to reflect on love and to seek out beauty. 
Create memories. Take time to enjoy your experiences, celebrations, and special occasions. The recollections of happy moments will support you. Look not only in the world around you, but also within. Seek out the loving qualities that you appreciate about yourself. Search for your own beauty. Look at yourself and the world around you from a new perspective. Could this be any more perfect? How gorgeous is that? I feel like this highlights everything we just talked about, but also it inspires the next episode that I want to do, which is search for your own beauty and seek out the loving qualities that you appreciate about yourself. That's definitely the divine feminine where you recognize you are your own goddess, your own queen, your own empress on that throne, and you deserve to see what you have, all your assets. So that's the next episode we're doing. But I love that it says to take time to enjoy your experiences and to look at yourself and the world around you from a new perspective. So when you go do those nature walks and you take that time to do something in a meditative way, when you start cooking more focused, you'll probably see things in a new way. You know, wow, I never noticed these different spices are so cool and so crazy that this spice used to be a nut and this spice used to be a plant and whatever, you know, whatever gets you going. Do your thing. Let me know what you do as a meditative grounding way to connect with your heart center, your soul, your higher self. I hope you have a beautiful Beltane and a lovely rest of the spring. Talk to you soon. That wraps up our beautiful episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Women Waken podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please do share it with others and come back for more. If anything you heard resonates, leave a review or send me an email at Whitney at womenwaken.com and check out the website, womenwaken.com. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Don't forget to let your light shine and to keep an eye out for your special gifts and magic.